a crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 217. I am John, that is Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. The Joni to your chachi, but I love mm. you way less. Oh, that stings a little. They'll never Just make a, a show called the uh, the Joni uh, Coleman Ugh. loves Hannon. They'll never Ugh. make that show. It doesn't roll uh, off the tongue as easily either. Joni loves I, chachi. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I haven't been into like too much lately, um, so not much has been going on on my end. And uh, I know you went to like a football game, right? This weekend? oh yeah, so much has been going on in my end. Zone. Okay. No, yeah, seriously yeah. though. Yes, I did go to an American foosball game. It's for the devil, Bobby. And yeah. uh we can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and we got uh well we'll talk about like stuff we've been watching and uh Yeah, let's do another week of so what you what you what you watching. What you I like <laughs> that. I like that segment. We should we should get to it. Yeah, and from last episode I put a question out there in the group page and uh, I got some interesting responses and we'll get into that and news in the back half. Of course, this is uh, always the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information, stuff from the news, personal stories, sometimes interviews. Um, I mean, you got to write the I'm first honest, time. A, I usually do. It's always the first I, time. I know. I know. I know. I like when you made fun of me for not knowing it last week. You flubbed it the first time. But oh, they'll never yeah. know because you definitely edited that away. Oops, did I talk about it here? My bad. <laughs> I, uh, I'm mad. No, I don't even want to laugh today. I'm annoyed. I'm really actually like really so this is probably because last episode I felt bad too because I felt like I was way too exhausted or tired and I like heard it in my voice when I was editing a little bit. And I was like, oh my God, I sound miserable. And I, and I, I just felt bad about that because I'm usually not I like didn't, that. I don't know. You said that and then I listened back and I didn't, I didn't necessarily hear it so much. Um, I don't know, man. Like you're just, you're just hypercritical of yourself. Like, I listen to other shows, and they put out fucking, you know, not, I won't say terrible shows, because they don't, a lot of, I don't listen to shows if they're terrible, but I'll listen to shows, and they'll put out, sometimes, maybe, they do sound tired, or the audio on one, because they're, they're linking up, you know, via, sometimes via the internet, sometimes some audio's a little off here or there, but I think as a listener, I understand that they are linking up, you know, internet on an internet line and I, I i tend to write that off and say i totally understand it whereas you are like super hypercritical and you're like i don't know you're just always judging yourself and your your performance uh, well i mean to an extent yeah i know and i, I do think it's do that do do ah you said do do <laughs> we'll get into hey. that when you bring it up yeah well that's okay so I mean, we might as well just start talking about it because I don't even like. There's no reason. Like, I am pissed off and annoyed, and this is like uh-huh. a really bad uh-huh. day for me all around. But like, I don't really care to talk about it. So there's like, oh, I don't even know why okay. I brought it's, it up. It's good enough. It's good enough to bring up, but not good enough to talk about. 
it's like it's like you're in middle school or something and somebody's like i have a secret and it's like oh, oh john let me know it's like oh i can't you're tell fucking you. killing me funny it's to like, informing wow. the first podcast to bring vague booking to podcast networks here we go it's, yeah we've yeah. done it we've done it thanks john hannon no, but it's yeah, but it's boring. It's like boring stuff, but like just no. Okay, Today okay, stereotypical best. girlfriend of the world. I'm sad. Want to talk about it? No. All right. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic. God forbid we ask you where you want to eat for dinner. Let's not even go Come there. On. Hey, I just want you to listen. That's it. I just want you to hear. My <laughs> I just want to know you care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like in terms of doo doo. We last episode on two sixteen, we talked about whether or not you leave the toilet seat up or down, and I didn't know because you, I think, hinted at it that it might be like another shopping cart, you know, return controversy. Yeah, maybe it's the new. Yeah, maybe it's the new shopping carts. Maybe we get a lot of, you know, a lot of people saying one thing versus the other. Maybe we have a good split there. I thought it was going to be more definitive than it was, but all I typed in in the group. And this was like earlier today. It was toilet seat up or down. And that was it. You know, so it was kind of an open-ended question. Pretty generic. So, yeah. So in terms of a toilet, you left that wide open. You left it I up. probably, <laughs> I probably could have clarified a little more like what I meant by that. But I, I was also like, I was busy. So it was like toilet seat up or down. <laughs> That's right. it. All right. That's now all back to digging this hole in the fucking ground or whatever the fuck you were doing today. <laughs> Yeah, me make fire, <laughs> toilet seat up or down, yeah. and uh, so. But uh, we got some interesting responses because I thought literally it was going to be kind of biased towards um, putting the toilet seat back down or closing the lid. Wait, are we talking about the the seat? Seat? Or I don't the know. Lid? I was going to ask. I was going to ask you the same thing. You're, I was talking about the seat because the part that you would sit on when you're going to take a shit or if you're a woman sit down to piss or if you're me at night sit down to piss um but i uh, you left it kind of open ended well you actually i re- reread how you no. posted it and you said seat right it you says said toilet seat, seat because up or down yes because i know somebody commented and this is probably an illiterate fool that does another podcast which is why he he commented he mentioned the lid down right he said lid down Oh well, no. Actually, we got two of those because uh, Etchy. Oh, uh, I fucking I love Etchy. Um, you know, uh, uh, tidbits is the show I was just. Oh, on, I was talking you know, about another recently. illiterate bastard from another podcast. But now that we're on to illiterate bastards from podcasts, yes, yeah. Etchy is one of them. Because you can find tidbits kidding, like anywhere, guy. and uh, and check out the episode I was on kind of recently. But he said, "I don't feel I've completed the task if I don't shut the lid," which I kind of understand that. It's kind of okay. like case closed. That's weird. I never go that far. I never go that far, but that's fine. If your OCD compels you, it's not a bad, you know, it's not a bad OCD to have. Well, it keeps like the aroma. It keeps the aroma and, yes, inside. And it's smarter to do that before you flush because it kicks up that whole toilet plume of, you know, shit particles and water droplets. And let's not even get into all that, but. Yes, I I see what you're saying. I'm not compelled to do that, but if you are, that's fine. I don't think it's a bad thing until it bites you in the ass when you're you you wake up in the middle of the night as a man to pee, and unlike me, you stand to pee at night. I don't know who would do that or why, but you don't look and you just start peeing and you pee on the toilet seat lid, not seat. The toilet. Oh well, I mean, I'm assuming everybody has done that at some point, but you do at 
one way or another. I think I've with, probably done it once. Yeah, you, you you pee with your eyes closed, and you just yeah. kind of like assume that it's going in the right spot, and you're like, yeah, Dude, Metallica's it, been telling there. us for over a decade. Piss with one eye open, <laughs> ripping your yeah. toilet tight. Yeah, and then okay, so this was the other one I think that uh, Zach from um, uh, yes, that's the illiterate bastard I was all referencing. the small stuff, all the small stuff, mostly Lid- words so that they can read. He said, "Lid down. Where else would I put my feet? Upper decker, upper decker." Love it. I love it. Yeah, that guy was being funny, and and I I appreciate that. But really, God, you're not helping our poll here, Zach. You no. put the damn seat up or down. I know Zach's wife, and Zach puts the seat down. We got a yeah. She's uh, trained him properly. Leanne's got Wa- him on on point. Wasson Junior. Dylan Wasson Junior. Ah, yeah. Can I say that? Yeah, uh, old Dill Dill. He said, <laughs> "Down always." I like to test my aim, and I'm here for it. I kind of. You make a game out of it. That's know. fine. As long as you take some toilet paper and wipe the seat when you're done, you vulgar bastard. Oh, well, don't be a heathen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not if Well, at home at least. Probably not in, in public. But in public is why I brought this up to begin with, because I'm talking public toilets. Because I, I occasionally, in my line of work, as do you, John Hannon, we don't have bathrooms at our jobs. Yeah. Well, and So yeah, you and have I, to shit in public as well. So... I would think that you would agree with my stance on this and that don't piss on the seat or clean it off if you do or just put the seat up so that you don't yeah. piss on it. No, there, there there's an etiquette because I don't like personally, even if there's what you, you say a, about like, Connecticut we talked about it. What would oh. you say about Connecticut? We talked about it, though, where it was like, I don't prefer to go to urinals. I would rather go into a stall. And there is etiquettes. If you choose to go into a stall, you do it the right way. But I don't, there's something about going at a urinal where I feel like I'm so vulnerable. Like, at least I have a door to protect me. But that's like where if somebody wanted to assassinate me or take me out. Assassinate you? They could do that while you walk into the store. Like, they don't have to wait for you to be at a urinal. It's so vulnerable. (laughs) It's like the the toilet ninja is going to get you. I don't understand. and somebody's like behind you in line or and they're sitting there waiting for you to finish at the urinal and I'm just like they could snap my neck. Yeah, like at a at a like at a sporting event. That's a or a concert where there's a yeah. line usually. Yeah. You've got right. that going on. Yeah, absolutely. But that's just oh, yeah. I don't know, that's the name of the game. Bonnaroo is the worst for that. Bonnaroo had two lines. One was for poop, one was for pee. And the poop line took obviously way longer. But I like that <laughs> idea because then not everyone is standing in line. You know, for it for either or. That way the people that just got a pee can funnel through there. Unless you're yeah. John Hannon and you're like, I'm going to stand with the poopers so that I can pee with the door closed and I'm not vulnerable. Well. What is that? To each their own. Kind That's of, just, we all have our preferences. I, the, you're right. I'm not judging you. Just like you're not judging me because I sit down in the middle and when I go pee in the middle of the night. I'm not trying <laughs> to aim. It's dark. I don't turn the light on. I am not trying to aim. I just sit down, and that way, whatever I got to do is all over the toilet. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know. I'm just like, I got to go. I don't know which hole it's coming out of. Let me just put and both holes over the bowl. Both holes over the bowl. That's, uh, that's Both our holes over the bowl. I like that. Hashtag both right holes the tongue. over the bowl. It makes like sense. That? It's easy. You know, it's quick. I mean, really, it point. is, it is uh, 50% of a dime, half a dozen minus one. You take it or wow. leave it. Wow. You've gotten actually remarkably really good at that. 
I, uh, other people commented, you know, we didn't, we never really got a clear answer. So I don't think that toilet seat up or down, we still don't know. Um, we don't. That's the result. It's much like the last midterm election. Uh, pretty, pretty undecided. And uh, yeah. there's there's going to be a runoff in Georgia. Yeah. And so, yeah, you were talking about sporting events or like use that yes. as an example. Yes. But I know you went to, what was it, the Tennessee Titans, the football game yeah, this weekend? Yeah, the Tennessee Titans. That's how it was Again, spelled. That's how I say it. Damn it. Against the Denver Broncos. Yeah, Russell Wilson led Denver Broncos in his first year, huh? Is that right? His first year with the Broncos. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. I have to. Yeah, I have to look to you for all things American football because I've just I've fallen so far out of it that I'm just out of the loop completely. Well, why did so? Why did you even go? What the because, fuck? You don't care. Yeah, I didn't care either way. I'm not a fan of either team. Um, and honestly, for the price that these friggin' tickets cost, I don't think I'd have paid that for my favorite American football team, which we all, well, you probably know, is the Atlanta Falcons because they're so great and uh, all their Super Bowl championships under their belt. No, but seriously, <laughs> um, I don't think even in my heyday of loving them at my height, I don't think I would have paid the price uh, we paid per ticket for this. Um, but the reason that we went, in all honesty, is because... Um, uh, much like, like our trip we recently took to the sprawling metropolis of Valdosta, Georgia. Um, again, you know the situation with my girlfriend's father. Um, lovely man. Love that dude. He's he's like a father to me himself. Uh, Britt, he is, uh, he's battling um, some pretty advanced uh, cancer. So we know our time is limited. He's, he's still pretty much healthy day to day. Um, you know, he, he can still pretty much manage and get things done. But um, but we know our time is limited, so anything that he wants to do like that, we make sure we go out of our way and, and make it happen. Because yeah, these are went, like, you know, lifetime memories. When I went so to So not visit, to bring the show down, but we were making lifetime memories, John Hannon, at a shitty football game. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying, like, when I went to visit, uh, you know, he seemed like an awesome person. And I only yeah. met him for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops yeah no he is he's the sweetest man if anything the only knock you can have against him is he's too sweet sometimes you just got to be like all right all right let you all right tell the man goodbye all right yep they understand all right he's just one of those that just keep talking to you and all right thank uh -huh. you very much uh-huh okay mm -hmm. have a right blessed on. day mm -hmm. you all right mm -hmm. uh -huh. he's I like he's he's yeah he is the epitome of every uh sixth grade girlfriend where no you hang up first no you hang up first he's just <laughs> i love that guy three. he's he's awesome yeah, <laughs> yeah he's definitely up? and you know he, he lives with us now um so and yeah like i said he's kind of he's like a dad to me at times uh he's a great man so anyway um that's why we went because he had not been to a football game in years and years. He'd never been to a Titans game here at Nissan Stadium. So he I wanted asked, to, I, you know, he wanted to have you. a first to honor John Hannon and all of his firsts. He wanted a first. That was his, that was his first time. You're kidding. His first time at, at, at a Titans game in Nissan Stadium. Yes, I do believe what? so. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. He's missing out. Football games are so much fun. But, man, yeah, because I, I asked out? you about it. I was it, just there. And then is you, he really missing you, out? Uh, I don't think he is. You were like, <laughs> I, you were like, it's cold. He's like, I, I almost got into a fight. Uh, these <laughs> yeah. people are pissing me off. It's, I don't it's care brutal. about either it's team. <laughs> I'm here to support my family, and I hate it. No, I'm just kidding. But it's expensive. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. Oh my god. So, all right. 
So I, and I also immediately asked you, did, I thought you had gone to a football game recently yourself. You said that you had been uh, to a Jacksonville Jaguars game, ironically also against the Broncos, I think, right? It was it was with the Broncos, yeah. That's so yeah. funny. Um, and, um, and I asked you if you remembered how much the ticket was, and you told me. And I think we sat in probably similar areas, wait kind of nosebleed seats, right? Yeah, pretty high up, yeah. And and you said your tickets were how much? Do you do you recall? Uh, not that bad. Um, Would you tell me like seventy, eighty bucks, something like that? Seventy, yeah. I was gonna say something like that, less yeah. than a hundred. So yeah. we were we we're in the third, the third, you know. So they go, you know, first section, second section, third section, third being the highest, and your nosebleed. We we're in the third section, the top seating, and we were twenty-seven rows into that. We were row A A. Right, so twenty-seven rows back in the <laughs> in the third tier area, right? So, and how much? And is the that? tickets were a hundred and seventy dollars a piece. That year, bro, for, it was the Titans and, and my girl and my girl dropped and my girl dropped f- an, and my girl bought four of them at one time. Mm, I don't know, and I felt and I felt bad and was like, you know, she was, you know, just kind of telling me about, it. yeah, they were really expensive. If you can help, that'd be great. So I was like, I look, I'm going to buy my ticket. I'm not going to make you pay for my ticket. Then. Wow. So, yeah. So, you know, again, I didn't want her to be out that money, but obviously we wanted, you know, her dad and her, and we all kind of wanted to be together. So it was her daughter there as well. And, you know, it, it, thank God, aside from being cold, the weather was really pretty that day and the Titans won. So, you know, again, as a guy who doesn't care about either team, I guess I'd rather, you know the home team win again. I don't. I don't care either way. I I care more about the Titans than I do the Denver Broncos. Yeah, because I well, don't have like, any local connection there. But like ticket prices are kind of getting like that in general, just all around. Like not. It's I, not I just like, like the kind Titans of are. or you know. It's not like yeah, just like one football team or or yeah. You I mean, know, have you, inflation? Have you seen gas? Thanks, Joe Biden. Oh yeah, yeah. Hashtag Tr- Joe Biden. Trump's America. running. Trump's running in twenty twenty four. So that'll hats be fun. In the ring. I wish he'd yeah. just put his MAGA hat back on and cover that cotton candy, but what do I yeah. know? Gee, did you hear that, like, uh, well, I guess we're not doing that, right, yet? Oh, you know what? I'll save it for the Digi-Hears. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, file to talk- that in the back half of the show, John Hammond. Yeah. What are you doing? So so we will definitely have You're to circle back around. blowing your wad early. <laughs> we'll have to circle back around to the uh, the ticket talk, because not, not TikTok, but the ticket talk. Uh, and because uh, I I got a story that was kind of like related to that, coincidentally. Okay, enough. well, and I was going to talk about I I wanted to bring up I I know that after I went to Jacksonville uh, Jaguar Stadium right before you did I believe last year when I was there for that um that Weezer concert and Green Day, and we were at uh we were at at Jacksonville Stadium up there, and I remember. Just noticing how remarkably, remarkably terrible the stadium was, and just it falling was apart awful. and old. And then you concurred that you saw a lot of the same terrible shit that I did. Well, let me say this: now having been to Nissan Stadium, I've been there for a soccer match last year, and now I've been there for a football game. And I will say that I believe the stadiums are pretty close in age. Uh, Nissan Stadium has been there as long as the Titans have been a team here, so I want to say like. Around the turn of the century, 99, 2000. Isn't it funny when I say it that way, turn of the century? But okay, around the turn yeah. of the century, when the Houston <laughs> Oilers moved up to Nashville and called themselves the Titans. Yeah, around 2000 wrong. or so, I want to say, that stadium was built. Um, 
I will say that Nissan Stadium is in much better repair and amenities are, you know, they're not great, but they are seem to be way better than what I saw in Jacksonville. So it, I Jacksonville, yeah, you're a shithole, get yourself together. That's I don't I mean. know the layout, but it has to be a better layout because it's like navigating through Jacksonville Stadium was just kind of it so was annoying. so stupid and it was so stupid. You know what? I mean, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to, but like I forgot this part. But Jacksonville Broncos game, we almost got into a fight too. Oh yeah, we. we I did mention that I almost got. Yeah, that's how we started the game. As a matter of fact, that was I, I will gladly tell that story. Yeah. Oh yeah, we hadn't even sat down. It was a seat dispute, not even a dispute. So, so wait, we, okay, luckily, so, yeah. All right. So I will say this. Luckily, um, with her dad, you know, not being in the best of health. Plus, he's just an older guy. It was a lot of walking, and we knew we were way up high. So we were we lucked out in that we were right off of a bank of elevators. So we got to ride an elevator up to where our seats were, and then once we got to our seating area, you know, we had to walk out into the seating, the bleachers area, and then walk up the twenty-seven flights of stairs up to our row. So we get up to our row, and we, you know, we we spot our seats nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. And, you know, we're standing there and everybody's just kind of looking because our seats are taken. There's like a family of four people with two kids in our seats. And and, and also, oh, let me add this. We're also in the Denver Broncos side. Like, because you know how to, at these stadiums, usually there'll be the home side and the away side. We're on the away yeah. side. So it was mostly Broncos fans. Again, not that it matters because I, I don't have any allegiance either way. I don't own a single piece of Titans gear. So it's not like I was wearing Titans gear, but I wasn't wearing Broncos gear either. So anyway, we get up to our seats and there's this family of Denver Broncos fans sitting right in our seats. And I've been to, we've all been to sporting events. If you've been before, you understand that like, that's fine if you want to sit in somebody else's seats. Because it's not really, you know, there's not there's not too much gatekeeping or ushers around to stop you from doing that. That's yeah, but fine. But yeah. when those people who own those seats show up, what do you do? You get oh, the I'm fuck so up sorry. and you move yeah. off of those seats. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was My just bad. sitting here because I thought you guys weren't coming. Or you lie and say, oh, I was confused. I had the wrong seats. Whatever. These motherfuckers just sat pat. They didn't say shit. Well, everybody, it was Sharissa, her dad, and her daughter. And I was in the very back. So I'm like, you know, four people at the back of the line down the steps. And I'm like yelling up to Sharissa, like, what's going on? Those are our seats right there. And she's like, I know. And there's people in them. And I'm like, well, they need to. I'm, so I'm saying this shit out, you know, loud. Like, well, they need to move because we got to sit. It's and time. She's like, yeah. I, yeah. She's like, I know. Well, they're not moving. So I'm like, I, I, my patience at this point is very short. I waited about 2.5 seconds. It's and I climb cold. up there over. I climb, It's cold. I'm standing in front. We're, we're four people standing in front of everyone behind us trying to watch the game. You know, I felt like all eyes were on me and now I got to take charge. So I'm like, all right. I step up there and I'm like, hey, uh, these are our seats, guys. We're in 9, 10, 11, and 12. And they're like, okay, um, I think he's getting it situated. And the dad of that family was talking to a guy. They, apparently they were in, supposed to be in the seats in front of us. So he then starts talking to the guy who's in his seat in front of us. Oh my there's, gosh. But there's just but there's just way too much explanation. It should have just been like, hey dude, you're in our seats, you need to move. But it's like all this back and forth and nobody's moving. And I go, so I wait, uh, like what felt like a minute, it was probably 30 seconds, but nobody was moving out of their seats. This whole family was still just 
fucking camped out with all their shit. Like so they I go, were convinced that they were just So I go, so I had stay. to get full on, full on fucking Karen or Chad, I guess I would be as a male Karen. I go, do I need to get an usher? Because an usher will come out here and straighten this out for us all real quick if that's what we need to do. And they're like, and that's when the wife chimes up and she goes, no, we're moving, but we have two kids. So just bear with us. And I go, I see that you have two kids, but nobody's even standing. But so that's start, why I'm saying something. Yeah, start right. moving. She's not doing anything with her kids. They're just sitting there. And I'm like, I get that. But nobody's even making an attempt. And she's like, we're moving. So How I just backed off and they finally moved. The kids were probably like three and four, four and five. Oh, I mean, they're not babies, you know but they can stand the fuck up and move. Right. Well, yeah, but three and four years old and you're bringing them to a yeah. football game. What it? Well, I, what, yeah, exactly, dude. One kid like, fell asleep, and the other kid played on the phone the whole time. Which is no. whatever. I get it. Kids got to do what kids got to do. I hate. But I, fucking I don't hate know. that shit so much. And then Yo, so was, we sat down behind them, and then it was like just mad awkward <laughs> for three hours. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I, I but didn't I didn't know. give a shit. I just forgot about it because they were the dicks there. I just was, you know, forceful in making them get the hell up out of our seats. It was cold. I just want to sit down and put my blanket on and put my fucking hood up and get in a little warmth igloo. Well, and at some point it's like, big whoop, you want to fight about it? Like, fight me. Like, let's go. <laughs> right. I mean, we'll, it wasn't going to come we'll to that. We'll have a but, bad yeah. day. Yeah. Like, but exactly, I, that's what, exactly. the route you want to take. Because, uh, yeah, dude, I that's so funny. That's crazy. That is absolutely I, so nuts. I, I did in the... <laughs> Here's what I actually, I just recalled what I actually said because I, I tried to remember this so I could tell you this part of the story on the show. And I wanted to let you know that your phrase, 50% of a dime, half a dozen minus one, is not as catchy yet as you hope it would be. Because in the middle of my diatribe to this guy, when I yelled about getting the usher, what I actually said was, if you want, I can go get the usher and they can come up here and help get this sorted out for us. Or you could just move move your stuff and we can sit down. It's six of one, half a dozen of the other. And then I, right after I said it, I said, damn it, I should have said oh. 50% of a dime, half a dozen minus one. So that this guy was like, man, this guy's crazy. He's talking weirdness. So I need to move smooth. my family. But it, so in my smooth. anger, it came out what I've always said my entire life. And it's the just right too way. hard to change. I'm trying. I'm trying to so change it. But I'm not cliche. there yet. Cliche AF. Um, I'm no. not fully switched over yet. Bro, you know what? Because when I was in Vegas, like, and I know we talked about that like a little bit last episode, but I saw like yep, kids, topic closed. Move on. Like kids, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> kids were coming through like the casino floor, and they're like six or five, and I'm like, why the fuck are you bringing? I thought kids you can't even be on the casino floor unless you're 21. Vegas has no laws. I mean, I don't. I'm pretty sure it's like a Western out there still. Like, you know, you can just do whatever you want. No laws, <laughs> no point. gods. Don't put your hands on me, boy. Right. And just titties for days. That's that's pretty much. You never did. Up. You never did post uh, post a hoe card with some uh, slick editing done to it. Send me some pictures of the hoe cards. Let me do some edits and then I'll post them in the group. Yeah, I have them somewhere. Or I think I gave them to Dick. Dick has them. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll talk to him. I no, bet he does. I'll get them. That's fine. Is that what you call your I'm penis? Not about the <laughs> it's both. Two Way birds, to be original. Way to be original. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, uh, should we take a little bit of a break and then come back, do Digihears, maybe talk about what we're watching? Yes, and, uh, uh, absolutely. 
yeah, we we can definitely get into some what what we what you what you're watching. Um, yes, and you can maybe get some energy, uh, cram some monster down your throat. I'm and, trying. Uh, oh, or or also uh, drink an energy drink. A little bit ago, I, well, uh, yeah, like it was making this bubbling sound, bro. It was way louder, but it was like doing this like gurgling sound. Yummy! It's a room temperature. Monster. I told you it's, it's, it's called it's cold. called it's called carbonation. It's called carbonation, mm. John. It's just yeah. carbon dioxide escaping. It's a gas escaping a liquid inside of a pressurized can. But it's you pretty amazing. Like, you know how like acid boils or like a fryer. That's what it yeah. sounded. It sounded like a, like grease. I know. It's because it's in that can. It's popping inside that aluminum can. I think is what that is. Mm. I mean, I'm drinking it anyway. I don't care. It was making a funny sound. Um, all right. So let's take a little bit of a break, and then we'll come back. Uh, this is episode 217 of Funny to Informing. Funny to Informing. <laughs> Back to Funny Two Performing Episode Two Hundred and Seventeen. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Peisenberg. Cole Man. The Mork to your Orc. The Mork the to w- your Mendy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, Mork what? from Orc. Huh? The Mork. Yeah. Mork from Orc. Mork to your Mendy. Nanu Nanu. 
It's cold, man. Rainbow uh, suspenders? Um, we have... Well, before we get into the news and stuff, we have the uh, new thing we're trying to, to push. Because if you don't watch a documentary, then it's like, well, you're watching something else. You got to be watching something else. Oh, you got to be watching TV, right? Well, for me, it's only sports. For the most part. Really? So, only sports? Okay, I don't really it's, have It's funny much. that you bring that up when we're going to talk about what to watch or what I've been watching. That's funny. That, that all ties in together. So yeah, because you what you're that. watching is always way more interesting. So it's like, what you watching? And it always what leaves you, me what curious. You, what you watching? Well, that's fine. I, I can give you a little input on stuff I've been watching. I told you about that Avenue 5 that I was watching. Um, I watched another episode of that. It's good. Um, it's not like, I don't know. It hasn't, I don't know. It's pretty, it, it made me chuckle pretty heartily. Um, I will say I watched, I told you guys I was going to watch it. And of course I did. Um, every week I'm religious with it, but, uh, SNL with Dave Chappelle, which is extremely controversial right now. Uh, there's been a lot of talk after his 15 minute yeah. monologue, which is essentially just a 15 minute, um, you know, comedic stand up bit is what it was. It was a set. Um, and he got a lot, caught a lot of heat from beforehand, um, uh, from, you know, some people that support the trans community and thinking that he had pissed people off with his, his most recent special on, on Netflix. Well, now there's controversy after this and that maybe he made light of the, uh, the issue with Kanye and Kyrie over the, the Jewish, their, their hate towards the Jewish community and anti-Semitism. Uh, half the people are now saying, you know, he, he, he didn't go over the line and his stuff was funny. And the other half are, are saying that it was too far and he, he's just as bad as Kanye and Kyrie himself. Um, well, I, I don't, yeah, I tend no. to fall on the, on the former, um, in that I thought it was funny and the guy was just poking fun at the situation. He didn't take a side, um, Again, and, and he made he made light of it. It, it. it was funny, you know. It's not that it's something to be made light of, but you know, again, with with any newsworthy story, there's always a, a lighter side to it. And I can appreciate people like him who can come in and and make jokes out of things that are otherwise serious, right? That's what we do on this show all, all day. Yeah, because it, it, it is kind of funny. I mean, for a couple hours every few weeks. Yeah, like we we're talking about that this episode, and then Neil Brennan, like his thing of blocks was. Did you watch that yet? We talked about that. No, I want to so it's bad good. though. You should watch I it. I want to so he bad. Shouts out your boy Bo Burnham. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good, man. I um, um, but but like with, I've been with, watching. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, but like with his, uh, you know, like Dave Chappelle has always had like polarizing topics that he's talked about, and it's you very yes. You, he is you a polarizing. Really sit on the person. fence. Yeah, the 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 stuff he talks about, you don't really sit on a fence on. You're either one way or the other. Love it, hate it. You know, so it, right. I, I understand, right. you know, what his angle and like it's not necessarily his intent. It is what comes natural to him at the same time as, you know, he's perfected this craft for decades at this point. Exactly. It's her, and, it's his perspective on it. And he's just trying to entertain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And well, like, uh, and so, I don't think he said anything that that went over the line. I don't know if you saw his monologue or not, but it was funny. I thought I, I laughed I, out loud several times. I haven't seen it yet, but I can't see it being more different than what Dave Chappelle was doing in the early 2000s. You know, like, it's always the same. He's always been kind of the same person. Well, he gets I'll say a, this. He, he adapts to, it's, it's, like, it, current news, but... It is... He does adapt, and he changes his stories to be current, obviously, but he is it, he is the same person he was then, but he's just honed his craft so much more, and it's just... 
I don't know, man. It's good. It's it's a joy for me to watch him do his thing. Um, and like I said, after his most recent special where he pissed off, you know, members of the, the trans community and trans allies, I try to I, I try to think of myself as a trans ally as much as I can be. And I thought, you know, that stuff was funny. Um, I, I, like I said, then on our show, when we talked about it, then he's never said anything that's offended me. But it's, you know, again, I'm a, a, a straight white male. <laughs> so. You know, well, yeah, again, I'm not yeah. I'm not really in, in one of those monopolized or or marginalized categories. But um, so, you know, it's hard for me to but I try to be empathetic and, and understand the plight of, of anybody, whatever, whatever race, religion, you know, or or sexual background they come from. Yeah. Had, had, they, had Dave Chappelle like flipped a switch or just went to the other side of the coin and just randomly started doing this out of nowhere from left field, then I would understand right. it a little bit and be like, that's a little crazy. Like, why is he flying off the handle? What's going on? But he's always been like this. So it's like, why, if, if like, he's not changing as a person, like, he's doing what he's always done. Like, there, so there shouldn't be that, like, surprise. I think the reaction that he gets is completely changed. That's different. But it has. It's not, because not of the, the way culture nowadays, you know, quote unquote yeah. cancel culture. I mean, that's that's where we are. Hey, everybody's woke, so everybody has to be offended for everyone else. I just don't right. exactly. I don't know. I don't know. It, when it's members, weird to of, think when about. members of the Jewish community say that they have an issue with it, then I, I'll make I listen to that a lot more than I will, you know, some random white guy or white girl or black guy or black woman on TV or any news outlet talking about their how they're offended at what he said. Like, are you a member of that community in the first place to even that's, take offense to it? That's half the thing. I bet you, I don't know what the percentage is, but I bet you it's like 60, 40 or 70, 30 or like a lot closer than we would think of people getting offended on other people's behalf, like yeah. other, oh, other races like that's, or yeah, other yeah. cultures. Yeah, right. I'm telling you. It's like I weird said, I try to, to be a about... trans ally. I think people want to be allies to other people or other marginalized groups, and then they want to take offense for them. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe see check with those groups and see if what you're taking offense at is offensive and to them in the first place before you just right. call you a call to arms. Anyway, we're going way too deep on a what you're watching segment. So Whoa. that's what I'm watching is a political Whoa. strife, sir. Donald Trump is going to run. The world is ending. I do want to get this hurting. in quickly because um, over the last couple of days I was watching, and I and keep in mind, I haven't watched this channel in, fuck, I, over, over a decade easily, um, but I was watching Nickelodeon, good old regular Nickelodeon. That, uh, when I was a kid, that was my favorite. Was, like I didn't Nickelodeon do Cartoon Network as much. Or, I, um, I got into Cartoon Central. Network towards the end as I got a little older, um, the, towards the end of my Nickelodeon watching. But yes, Nickelodeon Just was don't say, hardcore all the time Don't say Disney up. Channel. For the love of God, nobody I was not Disney a Disney Channel. Channel kid. No, I hated it. No, I don't. No, I didn't want that. Dude, Thank we do you. this show. Do you think I came from a Disney Channel background? Plus, I hate Disney just as Thank a whole. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but all right. So I was watching Nickelodeon, and it's probably been a while since you watched Nickelodeon too, John. Oh, forever. Yeah. Or yeah. children's programming of any kind. Well, it, I I do watch Nickelodeon every once in a while, but only for SpongeBob. Whoa. SpongeBob's my dog. Are you serious? That's okay. my man. All right. Well, I haven't even watched it for SpongeBob um, in God knows how long, but I happen to put it on because I think the reason I put it on and I never do was because I was flipping channels and I saw Sonic was on the Sonic movie. Uh, the, the, and I had the not, Jim Carrey one. 
Yes, with Jim Carrey as the as the villain and yeah. and uh, the voice of Sonic. I love the guy who does the voice of Sonic. Um, I almost said Ben Stein, but it's not Ben Stein. Who's that guy that we like so much? Uh, Middle ben Schwartz and Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Thank you. Schwartz. Ben yeah. Schwartz is the voice of Sonic. Um, and it's yeah. And I've always heard that it's a decent movie. It's one that you can watch with your kids, and the parents will find things funny, and the kids will love it. And so I was like, well, it's on. I'm bored, and I'm not doing anything. Let me watch some of this. I will say. The commercial breaks on Nickelodeon and any children's network programming it immediately gave me flashbacks to my childhood and seeing the commercials. What does just, that look like? The commercial yeah. breaks are wild, bro. It's like colors, flashing lights, and sounds. It's like a full-on epileptic seizure machine of ad products <laughs> turned up to 11 with the knob broken off. Do they it's, still? It was wild. Do they still do the, because uh, Nickelodeon like had the slime. Is it still like slime splatters in every other commercial? Even if it's like a Coles uh, no, there commercial. Was less, there was less of their own. Yeah, I do remember how they had all. It would just be all like all the logos, right? It'd be like frogs and the frogs would make a Nickelodeon sign with their tongue. Well, yeah. It was slime or it was a foot when Dan Schneider was running it because um, he was a freak. Because they do um, like football games now. Like I think it's like Monday Night Football or Sunday Night. They do uh, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon? broadcasts. And they throw Get all the this fuck animation out of here. You, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. You don't know about this? No. Dude, we might have talked th- about it, but they're still doing it. Yeah, they throw all this animation at it, like and like kids are announcing or commentating. It's it's weird. Yeah, that is very is, odd. But Nickelodeon is so, something. Yeah, but else. no, I, I will say this though: the toys. It was all toys and like cereal advertisements, as it was when I was a kid. Which is one reason I'm fat because I loved cereal because the advertisements spoke to me and they That's reeled standard. me in. Um, and my mom was a good mom. So she bought them when she could. And I ate that shit, but the toys are kick ass, bro. Like I was watching it and I felt like a fucking kid all over again. I was like, Oh my God, I want to go get those. Like, I want to go to the toy section at target. I want to go to toys R us. Like I want all that looks so cool, man. Like Like what kind of toys? So well, um, I wish I could um, remember it was, it was like a week ago I was watching. Um, one of them was like, um, you some buy kind something of like a Voltron you, type toy where you put the pieces together to make a bigger thing. Um, oh, hell yeah. Oh, no. It was a robot. It was like a remote control robot that like you poured oil in its head and then like you had to like make it work pretty much. What you were doing what? was essentially putting the fluid into a battery. Yes, inside this thing that brought it to life. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. It was like science you, mixed with a robot all in one. And I was like, dude, whoa. that is so cool. Like I can only imagine the toys now, like and the way technology's grown. It's just like you buy a Happy Meal at Burger King and you get like a drone, and it, like it just comes with yeah. its own. Thing. Like what? Not yet, not yet, no, not yet. I got like a pet rock when I went to Burger King. Um, um and I will let me I'll quit, let's wrap up this segment by saying what am I watching? I'm not watching it yet, but maybe by the time this show drops, I'll be watching it because November twentieth. Begins the World Cup 2022. Oh, see, that I will definitely be watching. Qatar. Now you said you watch sports. It's in Qatar, right? Qatar, yes, not guitar. Did I did I Qatar. say it right? Yeah. Well, Ooh. I can't. I, I honestly, know. I can't correct you because I hear both pronunciations. Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. I hear all these, but it's, it. I don't know. It reads like Qatar to me, so that's how I say it. Um, and yeah. yeah, controversy be damned. They're doing the damn thing. And I couldn't, I honestly couldn't be more excited. I, um, I was not a big fan of, well, 
eight years ago when there was a World Cup, I was not really into soccer. I was more into American football. I didn't pay attention to soccer. I didn't have a local team, so there was no MLS near me. There was no local soccer. So I was, I was, I was, you know, I was an ostrich. My head was in the sand to it all. Well, as of four years ago, I was a, an Orlando City fan, and I had some soccer knowledge, and that one I really got into. So, like, uh, me and my, my my partner at the time, we were going and watching a lot of the games at bars and checking it out and supporting uh, America and also watching a lot of the French games because France had a, a fire team four years ago. So I'm oh, excited yeah. even more so now that I'm even more entrenched into soccer or, you know, a European football fandom i'm excited to go kind of watch some more games maybe try to get some at some bars around if i can and if not i think a lot of them are going to be airing on a lot of the programming i have here at the house so i'm excited black friday is a big game um america plays i believe either england or wales on black friday so you on friday if you're uh if you're a soccer fan watch that yeah that's usa versus england and then because we play wales we play wales first but then, yeah, for Black Friday, we play England. That, we play England. I mean, it's that's be a top seeded team. Wales is a good team. They've got Gareth Bales as their star striker there. Um, so yeah, and you know, Harry Kane, I believe, is still playing for huh, Harry Kane. That's how you say. Uh, that's how you say a tropical storm that hits Florida. <laughs> Stop but it. Harry Kane is still a star <laughs> for for England. Let's hope yeah. he's not a hurricane for our our American boys on Black Friday. I know. But, Don't uh, storm yeah, on I'm us, excited sir. For that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, do you want to get into the uh, the digi here's and talk about some of the uh, yeah? I say let's wrap this news. shit up and get onto the next shit and then end All this right. shit. Let's discuss the digis. <laughs> A bunch what of was news. that? I didn't hear you. Can you repeat <laughs> that? I didn't hear you. What was that? Did you hear? No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I was. Gonna. I was kidding. Shut up. <laughs> I'm holding notes over here, son. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to get through all of mine. I mean, that's how we've been doing it lately. As yeah, I go man. through mine, let's just and keep. Then... Yeah, the formula's working, so let's just keep keep it up. Keep keep yeah. keep it up. <laughs> flip uh, flip flip, Adelphia. <laughs> I was like, I was like, where have I heard that from? That's where. <laughs> keep, keep, keep a rhythm going. Uh, the first one I have, uh, it kind of comes full circle when we were talking about ticket prices of things and like the hike and like just the inf- inflation in general. But did you hear Taylor Swift tour tickets? Some of them have been going for like twenty two thousand um, dollars. What? Yeah, like one day after going on sale. Um, Several Swifties 
as the singer's fans call themselves, reportedly saw tickets that cost up to $22,000 on StubHub. Oh, so that's like a reseller. I did hear a little about this. Um, I follow a guy on Instagram who was posting um, stories last night or yesterday as his wife was online trying to buy tickets. And she was just trying to get through the Ticketmaster queue to get online to buy the tickets. And by the time she was getting anything, they were already like either selling out or reselling for these uppity thousands of dollars that you mentioned. Yeah, well, because I know I know StubHub is like a, it's kind of like resale. Yeah, and you have like the scalpers outside of stadiums trying to like you know kind of get you. It's a virtual scalper. This is digital. Yeah, it's the digital version. That's it's the same thing. Yep. I mean, and only unlike doing it on Meta in the real world, you have legs. (laughs) Oh wait, no, they have legs now. Sorry. Unless they scalp them too. God damn! Charging twenty two thousand dollars. It better come with a liver or something. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> no, well, so I was reading. Yeah, you know, uh, just on the Ticketmaster end, I guess before before you could even you know go to StubHub and buy them on resale, you know, it said it, the what what I'm reading it says Ticketmaster is in shambles over fans trying to snag Taylor Swift tickets, and the company's message to frustrated customers is quote Bear with us. I is that it. That's I mean, the no. Well, um, let's see. It, the singer's uh, era's concert is all the rage, and it shows after Ticketmaster's site experienced all kind of issues as folks tried to get their hands on presale passes, which kind of broke their page, leaving tons of would-be buyers in limbo. Uh, let's see. Okay, see, and okay. then so on the Ticketmaster page, I've got a screenshot. Do you have that? No. Of what I, the I, Ticketmaster page showed? No, I have details on like more of the StubHub side of it. So okay. Wait, what, well, what Ticketmaster said before 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 it got to the StubHub side, Ticketmaster put up a, a, a screenshot or, uh, on their homepage that said a few updates on the Taylor Swift Eras Tour on sale. There has been a historically unprecedented demand with millions showing up to buy tickets for the presale. Hundreds of thousands of tickets have been sold. If you have already secured tickets, you are all set. If you are currently in a queue, please hang tight. Queues are moving and we are working to get fans through as quickly as possible. West Coast, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Capital One on sale is being rescheduled for tomorrow at 2. So they're just, they couldn't handle it. And apparently they just had a litany, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six excuses. And please bear with us, you know, advises and notices as to, as to what was happening with their site. As this is millions, a rough look. Hundreds of millions jammed on. What happened with StubHub? So I guess they with, sold okay. for whatever they sold on Ticketmaster if you could get them. And yeah, then they so went I up to like, 20K. That's where, yeah, some of the prices were coming from because it says on StubHub, tickets for Taylor Swift's May 26th show at MetLife Stadium, uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey, where, like, the Giants and Jets play. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At MetLife Met Stadium, Stadium. Yeah. May 26th, that show, they were selling for as much as $21,600, while floor Fuck seats that. for the tour's March 17th opening at Glendale, Arizona, were selling for as much as 17000 and floor tickets for Taylor Swift show in Atlanta on April 28th are listed for as much as $35,438. What? what? The actual fuck? And I'm bitching about $170 football tickets. I you feel bad. cry, baby. You sound like a little bitch right now. Yeah. Uh, I, bet point, I'd, I bet I'd cry more at the Taylor Swift show, though. Ugh. She just pulls yeah. my heartstrings. 
Okay, just I don't know what's happening outside my house, dude. I'm just going to show you real quick. Somebody. Okay, I, ke- I see you distracted. Is somebody yelling? Something is. Do you see that? Do you see anything? Is that cops? It's like I it's just a, see a lot of flashing red lights. No, it's the yeah, it's the ambulance and the fire department. Oh shit! They're not there for your house, are they? No. Uh, wait. Oh no, no, they're across <laughs> the street. Oh, okay, just making boy. sure. Just making sure. Oh Ooh. boy. Well, keep us posted Sorry. on yeah. that. Good lord. I, I did get distracted. Did you hear? There's shit happening no, it's fine. right did outside. Did you hear the uh, fire truck oh, outside my house? Man. Um. Okay. Moving on to the next one. Did you hear? Uh. All right. So we ha- we talked about dead celebrities a little bit. Uh, last week. I mean, there was a couple. Yep. You know, we had pretty much every episode. Yeah, and this one—it's more like um, athletes that passed away, I guess. But I mean, they—they're seen as celebrities to an extent, right? Yeah, athletes are celebrities. I would yeah. agree. Yeah, athletes are celebrities for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and this was kind of like not long after we re- finished recording, but Anthony Rumble Johnson, uh, thirty-eight years old. He's a former UFC champion. Um, Anthony Johnson, he was, I mean, I like UFC and MMA, so I already know who he is, but he was okay. a fun one to watch. And he was, yeah, like, I never heard of him. He, are you serious? Yeah, Anthony Johnson. It sounds like uh, Mike Smith. It's like the most, two most uh, generic <laughs> names ever. <laughs> oh, wait till you hear the next one. That's, Oh, it's funny. It's not funny that he passed away, but it's funny when you hear the next one. But uh, yeah, Anthony Rumble Johnson. Actually, it's weird that his name, his nickname was Rumble, but he was actually like super humble. Um, like even when he <laughs> called out champions, he called out Daniel Cormier, uh, you know, after winning one of his fights. And he, you know, people started booing him. Uh, Daniel Cormier, not 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 Anthony Johnson. But he was like, well, I don't know why you're booing him. He's the champ. He's the best right now. You know, like I want to show what I oh, can do really? and prove it. Yeah. Oh, and wow. then, uh, okay. And John Jones, who's like one of the best MMA fighters, or if John not Bones the Jones. best one, yeah. Yep. John, and he, like, after one of his wins, after a fight, he, you know, had some words for John Jones. But it was all like, you have to. It's, he was such a super nice guy, and it kind of sucks. Yeah. To, uh, How to know did he, he die? Out. He died in the ring. Uh, no, it was uh, oh, discovered okay. um, hours after his death. They they kind of let it know. Uh, let it be known what killed him. It was a uh, organ failure due to uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma, and yeah, I can't even say the next one. Hemophagocytic lymphohistocytosis. Hemophilagic. Hemophilagic. Okay. Yeah, that's some blood yeah. stuff. Wow. See, okay. I could never. I could never work in the medical field just because I can't say half of the. I was gonna guess people. it was it was Parkinson's and the Rumbles got him. <laughs> yeah, cause let's like, get I, ready to rumble, Johnson. If 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 I'm a doctor, that's what I say like, before I, I have sex with my girl. Yeah, it's like I like I, I would just verify. walk into the room and be like, "All right, like I don't know how to say this," and they'll be like, "Give it to me, doc." And it's like, "No, I don't know how to say this." Like <laughs> you are suffering. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're suffering from hemophilagic siphonosiphonosiphonous life with tensosis. And it's like I really don't know how to say Ketosis. this. Ketosis. It's not. That's not metaphorically speaking. I. Uh, okay. So Anthony Johnson, I guess, to you is like a Michael Jones or whatever kind of g- a generic name. Um, but the other, <laughs> yeah, Mike Jones. The, 
the uh, the other athlete I had that passed away was uh, <laughs> Ray Guy, who's uh, a punter for like mainly for the Raiders, as far as I know. He died at seventy two years old. But uh, Ray, Ray Guy, stop making up guys' names, man. Ray Two guy. sports guys died: Mike Smith and Kurt Jimmyson. Yeah, are both dead. <laughs> Bill you never Bucko. heard of them because they were generic <laughs> as fuck, right? Bill Bronco. No, I mean Ray Guy. That is, yeah, th- that sucks. That's a horrible name. I mean, you you are that so. That is a horrible full. name. What if what if you're a woman? <laughs> Miranda but, Guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, but he uh, he's the only punter to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Really? The pro, yeah, the only punter. Wow. Oh, you know, I actually heard this story this week, and the only piece of information I retained was that, and you just reminded me by saying that, was that, um, yeah, he like he was known for his hang time. I guess he could kick it way, way, way up in the air. Yeah, and that's probably height, what got him into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the the height he could get on his kicks, I guess, was pretty yep, remarkable. Yep. John Madden. I just said didn't remember never his name because it was it was too fucking generic. Ray guy. I, Jim Man. <laughs> yeah, Ray Guy. Right. Jim Man. Oh boy. That's not but he yeah, when you said that the uh Anthony Johnson was generic, I was like, Oh, wait until you hear the next one. <laughs> I mean it's almost as generic as Anthony Smith. Rest in peace. First and foremost. Yeah. Um First and foremost, that guy was from New York. Second and second most, he had a generic ass name. Mm, yeah. Did you hear I all right, so uh, the suspect that was accused, there was three people that were shot um, at the University of Virginia. They played for the football team, yeah. which, yeah. like, it. this is a tragic story. Um, yeah, shot on a bus on the way back from a field trip, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, from a field trip. Um, and other people were shot and injured. It was, like, two or three others, uh, but, only, like, three were fatally shot. Um, and yeah, and it was, like, I, as far as I know, it was like two wide receivers for the football team and um, uh, maybe a linebacker or another offensive player. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get their positions. I just saw, you know, obviously this was a headline I saw and heard a little about, but I don't, again, I don't know a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, all I know is uh, like Devin Chandler, he was shot when he was sleeping, which is kind of Ugh. like sickening. And then... uh Lavelle Davis Jr. and Deshaun Perry were the other two. But again, I, I, I don't know what positions they played, but, you know, they were, I mean, they had a great future ahead of them, it sounds like, because, you know, one, you're attending the University of Virginia. You know, you're you're keeping up with your, your schoolwork, and then you're a football player on top of that, which kind of exactly. really... Exactly. Guys were going to be college graduates and possible, you know, NFL careers or football careers, who knows. But we'll never know now because this fucking yeah, the person who maybe shouldn't have had a gun. I don't know. Maybe I think all all everything I was reading just says that the guy um, was going. I think he used to be a player for the team, and then yeah. I read a quote that said he said he was being bullied before being before the shooting. I don't know if these were the people bullying him. Again, I don't know the connective tissue there. Well, just he played on those the team. Are, like, those are the f- separate yeah. facts I heard. As far as I knew, he played on the team in like 2018 or 19. He was a walk-on. It wasn't like he was offered a scholarship and he was uh, this four-star, five-star recruit or anything. Right, um, right. Yeah. So I so mean, maybe it guy, was some jealousy issues tied in there? Or? I, th- 
yeah, I think part of it is like trying to live in the past or, I mean. Not letting yeah. go of the past? Because he wasn't on the team anymore. Right, right. But he and, mentioned uh, being bullied, so I'm 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 curious to hear how all that comes around. Not that it excuses it, obviously, but just to hear if those people involved or if anyone on the football team currently was involved with bullying this guy. You know, I don't know. Again, not that anybody needed to get shot, especially in just uh, a, a random. You know, I guess shooting into the bus they were in is that that's how it went down. From what I understand, they were all in a bus together, and he just fired into it killing those three and injuring others yeah on september 15th there was an issue um that they were trying to review a potential hazing problem and then somebody made a comment about him possessing a gun and that was like mid-september okay. you know okay. like oh so when you talk about hazing especially at a college yeah there might have been something yeah I mean, that's supposed I don't to have died a long time ago yeah it's kind of hard to tell like you know that the like the level of intensity or right you know right. behind anything that was not happening, to excuse but, what he did but just maybe to understand what the motivating factor was right i don't yeah, know yeah, yeah i mean anybody no, who's anybody who's a loose screw enough to just go and shoot up a bus full of people because you're angry generally at a team or even one person or two people in that bus you know you again i said screw loose you got to screw loose already not to yeah. you know, not to not to marginalize mental health issues at all, but you know, you just you need help clearly at that point, and a gun is not going to solve your issues. Yeah, and I mean, I I'm sure like this story will unravel itself a little bit more, but yeah, you, you're you're right. It's out of the interest of trying to find out what the motive was or what was actually like behind right. his intent. Right. Not because no, yeah, I'm not trying to justify that shit. That's a sickening act. It doesn't even matter what no, you're come on, John, what you're going through. I'm on one side. I'm on one side and you're on the other and you're trying to justify it. Yeah. We're debating <laughs> and you you're you stand behind <laughs> random shootings. Just let's just say it right here now, John. We all know. Lock it in. We're done. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. Um, Mark that. Okay, so this next one, this is my last one, but uh, this next one, again, it kind of happened not long after we had finished uh, doing the show last week, but uh, Dallas Executive Airport, there was a World War II air show and a crazy air collision between two planes. Uh, the video is really difficult to watch, and um, as far as I know, there was like six dead, but some of them were like bystanders, like not not six all from the plane. A couple people that ah, were just... Ah, some on the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you got to yeah. keep your head on a fucking swivel at, at air shows like that, man. Well, I mean, what I are mean, you supposed not expecting to do? It, or something? But you just... I, yeah, exactly. What do you do? I, exa I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever been to an air show, by the way? No. I don't know if I you would. You haven't? I have. I have. And I don't know if I ever would again, to be honest with you. I mean, this isn't the first time this shit has happened, but this is one you of the more memorable crazy scenes I've ever seen. Is it because of this? At an air show. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yes, just because of just because of logic and reasoning. Um, but then after seeing this, uh, yeah, like I think I'm I'm pretty much locked in. I don't need to go to an air show. Like I yeah. just I really I just don't, you know, like it's cool, whatever, I'll watch it on TV. I, I don't want to well, see anybody die, but I certainly don't want to be part of the dead because I was there to watch that. To me, there's no like infatuation with planes. I mean, I, I, you like it's awesome that they get us to point A to point B, and but even then, I kind of dread it. Like I'm not, 
like, oh my god, I'm on a plane. This is so exciting. Or, oh my god, watch <laughs> right, that plane right. do a loop. Like, a cool Oh, I can't stand swirl. it. I just feel like, uh, I hate it. I feel like I'm in a tube full of demons in the sky. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a tube full Not of demons. Uh, tube full of demons. Coming to get you. They're going to get you. Like, I'm tired of all these demons on this motherfucking tube. (laughs) Stop pooping in the bathroom. We all can smell it through the aisles. You son of a bitch. Oh, no. Um, it, It is a tragic story, though. And, I mean, I don't know how these air shows go. I know they get pretty close to the ground, you know. But the video that I saw, this was, like, pretty... Uh, normal like it wasn't they weren't even trying to do anything crazy it wasn't like they were uh, uh doing a weird uh, yeah doing barrel or, rolls or flippity flops or flim flams or whatever they call them yeah they're not leaving like trails of smoke i'm not an aerialist professional they were like he was just flying and then the other one just like beeline towards it the other, looked, the other and it's funny when we were talking when we were talking about this off air um days ago after it happened i you know i had mentioned to you that it looked like kamikaze-esque you know it looked like a kamikaze plane was coming in and and to take out the other plane and then i heard it and then i was hearing about uh reporting on the radio about it and that's how it was described and i was like wow okay i was on the right path because a professional said similar yeah well they're they're definitely going to investigate this i mean speaking of uh, tragedies what's going on out in the street john hannon live back to you in the back to you in the street john hannon Okay, yeah, you saw me looking over. I was getting distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. They they just pulled away. I don't. But the uh, the guy across the street, a little bit down, is a police officer. So he came out like arms folded, shirtless, uh, for whatever reason. Well, you know why. what's sad is we'll never know if if anybody died. Oh wait, call your friends Brandon and Tommy from the other side of death. I'm sure they'll know. <laughs> Did any? <laughs> They're up yeah. on all the local deaths. Any any recent check ins? Um, yeah, right. Quick shout you guys out to get them. called into work. Yeah, that because that was my last digi. But I am uh, I do encourage people to check out that show. It's called The Other Side of Death. I'm the producer on it. Uh, Brandon Dobbs, uh, Dobbs Funeral Home. Uh, great people. Uh, that they do great work as far as I know. And then uh, I mean I'm I I didn't I don't know all their, I was gonna say all their customers rave about them, but I've not heard a peep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh yeah and then tommy uh tommy awesome he's been on the show of course before and uh they do a great job and have this level of expertise as a medical examiner as a funeral home director and people that coordinate that type of stuff they can help you through a difficult time or uh, with something you aren't even familiar with so they're great guys check them out give them a like subscribe Smash that share button and do it, you know. And they can email you guys over there, and you guys can have more bonus episodes to answer fan questions, as your most recent episode was. If you can't oh. tell, I'm a fan. I've heard all the episodes. Really good stuff. I figured you guys would have more by now, but somebody over there slacking. Anyway, um, it's I me. highly recommend the show, too. Like a fart in an elevator. I'll admit it. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> All right, um, uh, I got I got some digis too. Uh, let me. I want to start off kind of where I where I left off in the what you're watching segment, and um, okay. as this is also news, and bring it right back to the World Cup. So, did you hear the World Cup? As I said, starts November twentieth, um, and going into the World Cup to support the U.S. men's national team. Did you hear fictional coach Ted Lasso 
put out a bunch of uh, motivational speeches in the cities where a, a bunch of our players are from. Okay. So in some kind of marketing move from the te- people over at Ted Lasso, they wrote up these like little motivational things for different players on the team and put them up on billboards and signs and stuff around the city, the cities where these guys are from. Like, um, I feel like that's like uh, sponsored by like Cameo or something, like just a bunch of it, Cameos. No, it's, uh-huh. It was it was great the way they did it. Um, it starts out uh, the the article I have here starts out like most M Night completists. I believe in signs. Go get them, boys. Lasso wrote on Twitter. That was a tweet from his character. Tw- um, Lasso played by Sudeikis, who coaches, and then they go on to the Apple TV series. Blah blah blah. Let's see. It's to follow up on his Believe and Believe campaign, which if you watched any Ted Lasso, you get the Believe message. Um, Billboards all over the country offer personalized motivational messages to members of the U.S. soccer team, including head coach Greg Berhalter. They're clever, funny, and a bit cheesy, but definitely inspiring. Coach Greg reads one billboard. Everything is a little extra in Chicago, from pizzas that need their own elevators to the only bean that's too big to fit up your nose. Even you, with that extra G at the end of your name. I just know you and your extra G are going to take those fellas all the way. Maybe even earn yourself a third G at the end for being so Greg excellent. We believe Ted Lasso. So, and you know, as you read these, you read them in like Ted Lasso esqueness, and it's these are perfect. Um, he wrote one to um, former MLS Union star Brendan Aronson, uh, who plays now he plays for the Premier League Leeds United. Um, but this was on the side of a building. It says some messages were on the side of buildings, some were at local schools, and some were even on barns. The one from midfielder Brendan Aronson, who also plays for Club Leeds, uh, Premier Club Leeds United, was behind Kirby's Mills Barn in New Jersey. The message was strategically placed so Lasso could make a joke about how Aronson was barn to be on the U.S. men's national team. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, and it's just, it's they're so corny, but it's like, oh. And the whole thing is like, Go USA national team. I'm so ready for the World Cup. I'm also ready for Ted's, Ted Lasso season three. I've been waiting like over a year and I'm, uh, I'm disappointed too. it hasn't dropped yet. So, yeah. And like, um, what's that? Have you seen the commercials with uh, John Hamm? He like plays Santa and they're like, oh my God, the World Cup is coming to, to Christmas. No. Yeah, I have no, that? I haven't. And like, John no. Hamm is Santa. And uh, what's her name? Aaron I love from it. From the office. I love it that it's. Oh really? Okay, like, Aaron Hannon. Like yes, Mrs. Claus or like his daughter or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's. A, I'm excited. Those commercials. But anyway, I will pull some of these photos and share them on the uh, funny informatives page as we've been trying to do week to week for our stories. Yeah, we've been doing um, a little bit better with that. We have been doing better. Again, I'm going to try to follow up again. Um, I'm going to keep it in the sports world here and uh, take you over to. Cleveland. What do you know about Cleveland, John? Other than it rocks. It's in Ohio. Yeah, it's in Ohio. 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 It's also home to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the football team, the Browns, which are welcoming back Deshaun Watson from his 11 game suspension for grabbing on. Oh, he is back. He followed Trump's advice and grabbed all the pussies. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't but even yeah, ask so, questions. Yeah, um, I was like, he's 11 games and he's back just like that after all that. That's like, that's easier than Kyrie's uh, shit for, for just saying something that might have been misconstrued as anti-Semitic. I don't know. It just seems, seems rough, Kyrie's 
Kyrie's uh, shit. But I'm amazed that uh, it's Deshaun Watson comparison. is back in in any in any form or fashion with the NFL. To be honest with you, um, I'll say this: had he punched any of those women, he'd have been he'd have been an afterthought. I, I know, right? Then it's like I mean, oh, look yeah, at well. look at I can't even remember his name. Ray Lewis? No, not Ray Lewis. No, Ray he, Rice. He accidentally murdered a guy. Ray Rice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he accidentally murdered allegedly. a guy. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> but yeah, Deshaun Watson. Eleven games. He's back. Um, and we'll see what he can or can't do out on the field. Oh, he's he's gonna get. A, I hope he gets a bad reaction. All the booze. When if he takes the field for real, all the booze, just like I'm going to drink when I go inside. Um, let's mm, see. Hell yeah. Um, I so many headlines, so little time. Okay, in keeping with um with what I uh you know one of my many loves, John, uh, as well as soccer, as I started this out with, I might as well follow up with another one of my loves, Jeopardy. Right. Talk ah. about Jeopardy pretty often on this show. Um, well, Jeopardy came up in the news again this week after the Celebrity Jeopardy episode that aired this past weekend on Sunday. And again, I watch all episodes, so I saw this happen at the time. And I'm not going to lie. I thought it was odd. I didn't think that it was going to create this kerfuffle online, which it has. But uh, did you hear? Brian Laundrie family rips Celebrity Jeopardy clue, calling it appalling and distasteful. Did you hear anything about this story this week? What, is it like a pop culture question? Like, is it related well, no, to? No. Well, okay. So, the all case? right. Let me see if it, if if it. Uh, so, Brian Laundrie's family wants an apology from Celebrity Jeopardy after the game show used Gabby Petito's murder and Brian's suicide as a clue, which is not wrong. Uh, as we reported, social media users are up in arms over a Celebrity Jeopardy clue on Sunday's episode, which brought up Gabby and Brian's deaths. Uh, the clue reads, quote, in 2021, fugitive Brian Laundrie ended his days in Florida's Maya Kahatchee, however it's pronounced, Maya Kahatchee Creek area, home to these long and toothy critters. The answer was, what are alligators? So the category was <laughs> called the A-list, and all answers started with the letter A, because... And I'm going to, oh, in, in no. all honesty, on Celebrity Jeopardy, it's almost as bad as, as Saturday Night Live That's Celebrity wrong. Jeopardy, where they give them easy toss-ups. It's not quite like colors, name a color. It's not that easy, but it, it was. it's the A-list, so it pertains, all the answers start with an A. Well, That's fucked um, up. So the answer was alligators, and they used the clue. In 2021, fugitive Brian Laundrie ended his days in Florida's Mayakahatchee Creek area, home to these long and toothy critters. And I won't lie, I watched this live as it came on TV that night, and it threw me off so hard because of how out of left field that came. What does Brian Laundrie have to do with a fucking alligator, right? And this was like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it, here's right? the thing. It was the first clue that they read in whatever, if this was Jeopardy or Double Jeopardy, I'm not sure which it was, but it was the first clue that they read. So it was like, and it was the easiest question. It was like a $200 clue. So I was like, it should, I should have known that. It's clearly Florida, long and toothy critters, alligator starts with A. I would have known that any time, but it threw me off so hard that I was like, I literally looked at my TV. I said, what? And you're yeah, and, and then you're not even. I don't think in, anybody though. got it. I don't think anybody got it. I think I think Mayim Bialik had to say, tell all of them the answer. I think it stumped all of them because it was so weird. I don't think anybody was expecting that to come out. So the only thought yeah, again, like it, the only way it makes sense is if like the category is like true crime, or 
you know, right. like a category that pertains or, to or, that uh, crazy what event. state was his what state was fugitive Brian Laundry found in or yes, you know what I mean? But what a roundabout way to, you know, talk about go around your elbow to get to your asshole. To get to go from Brian Laundry's body being found to because it was found in an area of alligators, that is a that yeah. is a loose connection. And the cate- at best, the category is like the alphabet, and they're like, "Well, did you right. hear about this?" The letter A, crazy, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> what? Uh, uh-uh. So uh, yeah, people that. are up in arms about it, and I just found it. You know, I I, I I don't really necessarily like it, but I like that Jeopardy's in the news. Good keeps it topical. Um, yeah. Let's see. Another story I got, we talk about, uh, U- uh, I almost said UCF, we talk about UCF and their football program all the time. We talk about UFC a lot on this show, as you started oh, off too. your news stories. Um, I forgot to mention this in my sports breakdown, but let me get, throw it in here now. Are you familiar with the name Israel Adesanya? I'm sure you are. Oh, yeah. He got knocked out okay. by Perea. Did he? Ooh. Did he fight yeah. this weekend? Yeah, he fought, yeah, Alex Perea uh, for the championship. Of whatever oh, weight really? class. Oh, yeah. well, that makes this story even funnier because the thing that he got in trouble for could have really helped him in his fight over the weekend considering he lost. Israel Adesanya arrested for brass knuckles at JFK Airport in New York. You're kidding. When was that? Nope. You're... Here's a couple okay. of questions. Without even reading the story, a couple of questions I immediately jumped to. Why does this guy of all people have brass knuckles? Can you not defend yourself with your with your, with your your God knuckles? Made of bone. Well, I mean, he's human. Um, two. Okay. All right. Okay. Two. Why was he arrested? Would they not just take your brass knuckles? Is that like a weapon? I uh, maybe it's illegal yeah, right? to the point where you, you can't not... carry it. Is yeah, it like, is it oh, illegal to carry? These. No, I don't. Oh, it is. I don't they know. Are. They are. Look, no, that is. Are, are they? Okay. It's a, well, there it's you considered. Go. Okay, so I'm seeing it now. It's a class A misdemeanor in the state of New York. Really? So it's a state. It's a state discretion thing. Absolutely. Well, New York is pretty hard on on weapons too, so that that doesn't surprise me. Um, brass nu- yeah, brass knuckles see. are illegal and seen as a class A misdemeanor. Yeah, in the state of New okay. York. Okay. Wow. He was arrested Wednesday afternoon. So as we record here, John, he was recorded or uh, he was recorded. He was arrested today. I guess leaving New York uh, for criminal possession of a weapon at JFK. And the UFC superstar was allegedly busted while going through security with metal knuckles. The arrest was made by the Port Authority Police Department near the TSA screening area near the American Airlines terminal around 157. Ah, and it goes on yeah. to say what you just told Two us. O'clock. Brass knuckles are illegal. Class A misdemeanor in the state of New York. It's illegal to carry them on your person or in your carry-on bag. It's unclear where the alleged brass knuckles were stored. Wow. Well, yeah, we learned he's... something today. There's your informing. I mean, I don't know what he's worried about. But I mean, because you're already like a certified, you could be like a killer with with him and his experience and his martial arts back background and wrestling ability. Like he's he could kill somebody if he wanted to. Yeah, exactly right. That's not needed. Put him in a coffin. Yeah. Wow. Um, Speaking of putting him in a coffin, a man who narrowly avoided a coffin this week, Jay Leno. Did you hear? I know you've probably heard this headline. Ooh, a little bit. He was dealing it's with a crazy that, story. The gas. Jay Leno fire. expected to make full recovery, says Burn Center doctor. Yeah, uh, it says Jay Leno might not be out of the woods yet regarding his scary car fire incident. But the good news is the doctor who's giving him treatment says things should be a okay for the comedian. Uh, Doctor Peter Grossman, blah blah blah, gave much anticipated update on Jay. 
Um, he's gone through one surgery so far to treat his burns, but has another one scheduled for later this week. He, confer- he confirms Jay suffered a mix of deep second and possibly third degree burns to his face, hands, and chest, but believes his patient is on his way to making a full recovery. Um, let's see. It says TMZ, which they did, broke the story. Jay was seriously burned while working on his 1907 white steam car in his Burbank garage over the weekend, fixing a clogged fuel line. Let's see. Oh, apparently he reported from his hospital bed that there was a fuel leak causing gas to spray on his face and hands. Almost simultaneously, a spark triggered an explosion, setting him on fire. Um, wow. God, that is a that's a crazy story. What? Dr. Grossman says uh, Jay is a kind and engaging patient, blah, 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 and that he was in good spirits. Um, oh, my God. Passing out cookies to the kids being treated at the hospital. Jay Leno is in the hospital, burn his face off, and he's giving <laughs> cookies to kids in there. You can't hate this fucking dude. Uh, I mean, even if he did melt his Canadian tuxedo onto his chest, you can't hate the dude. He was working on a car from 1907. Dude, he's got insane cars, bro. Have you? I know you've had to have seen some of his, uh, oh, some yeah. of his car collection, yeah, right? The, yeah, that collect. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's a whole show called Jay's Garage, which I'm interested to watch just because I love all these crazy cars he has, and I'd like to see some of them. But yeah, 1907 steam-powered car. My question, if it's steam-powered, why is there fuel? I thought steam-powered it, but that's for another show. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Okay, that, this is kind is. of a follow-up to uh, something that's been kind of in the cultural zeitgeist lately. We talked about it around the Halloween time. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer's case kind of being back in the news. Um, did you watch? Did you ever watch any of those monster episodes on Netflix? Of course you didn't. They're not no, sports. I, I mean, I've heard of them, but yeah, it's not a sport. Okay. You're right. Well, Fuck no, I didn't um, watch it. A main part of the show was uh, about his dad. It talked about his dad and kind of his upbringing and his relationship with his dad. And it went into how his dad took the news of finding out about his crazy fucking son, etc., etc. Um, well, uh, headline this week says, uh, did you hear Jeffrey Dahmer's dad says signs says there were signs his son was a killer in an interview with Dr. Phil. Is he he's still alive? Yeah, yep, and he did an interview with Dr. Phil. How yep. the hell, how old is Jeffrey Dahmer's dad that well, he's let's, still alive? Well, let me get into the That's story, crazy. and let's let's see what if it if it goes into detail about... I need, I need to know that. I'm scrolling quickly to see. It doesn't say how, how old his dad was, but it just says, um, Lionel Dahmer's interview with the TV host is included in a three-day Dahmer special Phil and company are airing this week, and TMZ got a hold of a couple clips... From the sit-down, addressing two different times when Lionel felt he should have realized something was amiss with his kid. First, Lionel tells about the time when Jeffrey Jeffrey was still living with his grandmother in Milwaukee, a period during which he'd already started to kill people, and how there was a mysterious wooden box Jeff kept that Lionel suspected had pornography inside. Now, let me say, this was addressed on the show, and if it's anything like it went on the show, that's how they handled it. Jeff pretty much... I'm going to spoil a little bit for you here, but Jeff was keeping a head, a human head in that box. Ah. And in the show, his dad comes in and is like, your grandmother says she found this box. She's freaked out. What is this weird box? Why are you so secretive? Long story short, Jeffrey, you know, does some finagling, gets the head out, puts porn in it. So by the time his dad gets to it and opens it, he opens it and finds porn and is just like, you know, it's fine. You know, porn is not that, you know, it's not that weird. Just, just keep it away from your grandmother and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and he my totally, God. you know, skates it. I guess that was a real story. And Jeffrey then, Dahmer's um, dad is 86. 
There you go. Thank you. I'm glad you checked that out. Oh, but wow. uh, Lionel was also asked about what he thinks Jeffrey, uh, what thinks Je- set Jeffrey down his dark path. And he discusses how when he was young and going through puberty, he'd mutilate animals and apparently get a sexual thrill by playing with their innards. In hindsight, the signs were there. And that's exactly my takeaway from the monster show, as well as everyone I watched it with. Our whole family was like, there's like, Dude, there's no way. Like, there, I would have asked more questions. I would have had to see more. I would have had to know more. I wouldn't well, have just chalked it up to, okay, he said it's not that, so it's not that. You know? Yeah, because that it was, was like, too weird. The signs were too weird. The guys, the guys' house and apartment stunk like rotted people all the time. There's like, I mean, yeah. I know Kaylee, Kaylee Anthony got away with the trunk smelling like it, but this guy got away with the whole apartment. Like, no way. There's no way. And I mean, would have gotten caught on multiple like occasions if it wasn't for like he wasn't even sweet talking his way out of situations it was just like the cops didn't fucking care or it was like it, lazy yeah well there's a whole him. scene there's a whole Nobody scene was in the attention. show where the police are called while one of his victims is in the is is drugged and out front of the building and the cops show up see the see the kid drugged out and he's able to just talk his way out of it and you know i say talk his way out of it i don't mean to make him sound smooth he barely used any excuses and the cops were just like well we're gonna listen to this white guy and not listen to this black lady who's complaining about the white guy is essentially what that came down to causing See, yet another victim crazy. of jeffrey Dahmer. yeah and, and i hope that like one thing that comes out of something negative like that is like the the learning curve of like all right well now don't believe everything you see or you know everything you're told or you know if yeah question 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 healthy skepticism is a term for a reason absolutely learn learn from like these crazy things that happen you know Um, what i mean like let's see that one trial i'm sorry i'm just reading headlines that one trial just wrapped up where it was um the guy who went through the parade uh, what state was it? Oh my Wisconsin? God, Milwaukee! Yeah, no. Wisconsin, Milwaukee. It was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was Wisconsin, and he, yeah, and he represented himself and was acting like a fucking fool. That in court. guy the whole was thing. an idiot. Absolutely, that was that judge had the patience of a saint. I couldn't have been that judge in that scenario. That she guy was ridiculous. She, she took no bullshit from him. She didn't, but she was calm and patient throughout. You know, like oh, yeah. I would have been like. Fuck you, get the fuck out. I'm done. I quit. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You cool, fuck you, I'm out. It would have yeah. been half-baked all over in that motherfucker. Yeah, and I mean, so every little, every situation is different, and it's kind of just, I don't know. People um, are going to do whatever so they want to do. I know I, I started out talking about the World Cup. I wanted to go back quickly, um, a follow-up to that World Cup being held in Qatar. We talked about this, I think, um, a few episodes ago or last episode when I mentioned the World Cup at first um, and about how Qatar and the controversy surrounding it um, being held in the, the... It's a Muslim stronghold, so it's it's super religious, and they follow all these Muslim, you know, Muslim things that they you can't drink and no, you know, no this, no that, you know, lots of lots of restrictions. Well, and there's no drinking. You so you will not be able to buy alcohol at any of these soccer matches over there. Yeah, I told you this before and you uh, were astounded by it then. Well, yeah. So, because of this, people were worried about Americans going over and getting arrested for being Americans and not listening to laws in other countries, right? Well, so I guess Qatar has come and kind of loosened some laws, and now there's going to be drinking areas. I don't know if they're going to be 
areas at the stadiums where you can drink, but there's going to be areas in town where you can drink. So you will not be arrested if you keep it to these areas where they're where they're where they're going to kind of you know gate you in and keep you under control, so, so to speak. If there's like drinking sections, it's not one of those where you can like bring like your whole hookah and sit at your seat and like hookah like I don't crazy, know, right? I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if it's, it's going to be like a traditional bar or what. I'm sure it will be a I bar type setup. They're calling them drinking them air drinking areas, but I'm sure it'll be like a bar setup. That's how I read it. Um, but they've they've released this whole like tourism guide of what to not bring when you go to Qatar to kind of keep yourself out of Britney Britney Griner territory. Okay. Oh, right. All right. Yeah. And and on this list were three things that I immediately was like, I'm out. No, thank you. I don't want to go halfway across the world and not be able to drink and also not be able to do any of these things. And I thought it was perfect um, for our show. It was the perfect uh, you know, antithesis to our show here at Funny to Informing. But World Cup Qatar 2022, no pork, no porn, okay, and no peen or peas. poon pleasing. Oh. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so and then if there's no porn, there's no peen or for- poon pleasing. So... None of it. Why? None of the above. Why would anybody want to do that? Why would anybody sign up to? And then, and then we already talked about ticket prices. So it's going to cost so much for no. Oh yeah. Oh, I can only imagine porn. what a ticket to. No. Yeah. Like, let's imagine no you're porn. already in Qatar. You're a local, and you just want a ticket to a game. I can't even imagine what that would cost. I will say this: the stadiums look amazing. I can't wait to see some of these on TV just to see. The crowds and the stadiums and and just, you know, because they really, they've got a lot of oil money over there. So they've uh, dumped a lot of money into these architecture of these buildings and they're impressive. Um, Yeah, I was actually um, like one of the hotels I was at earlier this week. Excuse me. Sorry. My God. I got a little little frog in my throat right there. Um, The one of the people I was talking about was like a toad. The big old frog. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> somebody I was talking to was they're going to Qatar. It was a couple, and they're what? going there. Yeah, to to watch for the World fucking, Cup. Yeah, I was like, wow, oh, that's amazing. But I didn't know about like the drinking thing. I don't know if they know about that either because they were like, getting I tired. hope before you go on a trip like that, you like do a little research, man. I, but spend, that's a lot yeah. of money and a lot of that's a lot of you know dedication and investment. I hope that they at least do that. Um, so I got one more story for Digi's, and then I'm uh, I just got a couple of uh, headlines we can run through. But um, my last story here is uh, from the from the Wild Files, let's call it. But uh, I guess Harvey Weinstein is on trial currently. Are you are you aware of this? Did you hear? Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, so let me, let me read you the headline here, and then I'll get into the story. Gavin Newsom's wife asked to fake orgasm in Harvey Weinstein trial. I... So Gavin Newsom is the former uh, governor of California, and that... I guess that she was, uh, she was on the stand, and she was telling a story about um, either faking an orgasm with Weinstein or... or or having a real orgasm, and she was asked to, I guess, uh, kind of uh, act that out on the stand live. And they I've were actually just got like, audio over here. Yeah, before, well, before I read the story, let me play the audio clip, and then I'll get into the the, the actual oh, the nuts boy. and bolts of it. Oh God! 
Ooh. Oh, God. Oh. she's having <laughs> i'm so sold <laughs> that was wild that's a i'll tell you she uh i whatever yeah i'll have what she's having i'm buying what she's selling in other words but no so this uh, some of the details here are um uh, california governor gavin newsom's wife testified at harry weinstein's la sexual assault trial tuesday and was stunningly asked to recreate how she faked an orgasm with the disgraced film producer. So I was right in, in assuming that. Former actress Jennifer Jennifer Siebel Newsom looked horrified on the stand after Weinstein's defense attorney questioned how she indicated her pleasure, unquote, during what she claims was a 2005 rape by Weinstein at the Peninsula Hotel in Beverly Hills. Uh, let me see. She fired oh back. Gosh. This is not. She fi- she fired back. This is not when Harry met Sally. I'm not doing that. Referencing a famous scene in the 1989 film where Meg Ryan's character, which we just heard on the show here, um, she then broke down in tears, saying, "I was making noises to get him to finish. He had already raped me. This is so gross. I'm sorry." Moments earlier, she testified she had a schedule scheduled a business meeting with Weinstein at his hotel room. But once she arrived there, things quickly turned ugly. She said Weinstein charged out of his changed out of his suit and into a row before masturbating in front of her and threatening her. No word of any plants though. She claimed he penetrated. Okay. Penetrated her with his finger and then raped her with his quote, deformed penis unquote. Wow. Uh, she described his genital. She described his genitalia as quote, kind of fish like, the penis, something was distorted in the testicles. Lots of skin, lots of skin down there, unquote. Uh, so, oh, I'm so glad I read this story like, further like and not just the headline. Oh, mm. so um, well, she's the fourth woman to testify. Before. Being a weirdo. Oh, dude, she's she's it's... the fourth woman to testify at the trial that he sexually assaulted her. She said... Uh, when she first met the producer at the Toronto Film Festival, when she was a bit part actress and he was at the height of his career. Uh, he is serving a 23-year sentence for rape convic- conviction in New York. He has pleaded not guilty to 11 counts of rape and sexual assault in California involving five women. So he's doing a 23-year bid for the New York end. Now he's on trial in California, um, which all yeah. reminds me there is a new movie coming out called She Said. It's kind of like a play oh. on the he said, she said. It looks yeah. great. I've seen pr- the, the, the trailers look really good. Um, if I watch that, I will give you guys uh what's up doc on it. Because it's kind yeah. of a biopic documentary theme there. So I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. It seemed interesting <laughs> for sure. And I, with, with Weinstein, I mean, oh my God. He's been caught so many different times. I don't even know how you plea not guilty to, to some of this. It's like. 
Dude, uh, the guys, I mean, you talk about monster. That'll be the point. next monster show will be the Weinstein yeah, show about how he known. was a monster. Come on, dude. Stop playing um, games. And I just got, um, uh, I got, I got five headlines for you this week. We'll wrap it all up on these. Um, you're familiar with the name Denise Richards? It sounds familiar, but I can't oh, place him. Oh, man. And see, you're, yeah, that's how you know you're a younger guy than me. Guys my age are like, oh, yeah, I know Denise Richards. Um, she was mega hot actress back in like the 90s, maybe early 2000s. Um, anyway, she's kind of, she's obviously aged as we all have. And with her aging, she's gotten a lot of plastic surgery. So she kind of just looks, um, plasticky now she's still pretty but she's plasticky anyway uh headline this week denise richards vehicle shot at during road rage incident and my first thought was "Ooh, be careful you might get some leakage <laughs> um so in news was, um i wonder what she said but uh, i have i have two stories in the um in the no fucking shit column this week starting mm. with marilyn manson says sexual abuse allegations are hurting his career no, you don't fucking, fucking shit. say no fucking shit, Marilyn Manson. Mm, and second, second in that file was a little bit of irony this week. And Will Smith's new movie, his first back since the slap heard round the world, is called Emancipation. I guess we'll see soon if he's been emancipated from his career or not. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> ah, but I found I that ironic it. that uh, yeah that uh, Marilyn Manson's complaining about sexual assault hurting his career. Of course it is. Look at your boy Weinstein, um, and you know, and then Will Smith. It's his first movie back in uh, like a year. Um, is it's almost a year, a full year since that slap, and nobody's really heard much from him. And his next movie is Emancipation. Like active on TikTok and shit, like making little videos and clips here and there. But nah, it's I I don't know. Hopefully they work it out and just fucking move on. And my final story this week is uh, maybe maybe we'll see some good come of this because we talked about rappers beefing last week and how the culture's kind of going downhill, like back into the 90s, 2000s with the East Coast, West Coast fighting and the beefing. Um, this is not really calling for an end to the beefing, but I think it's it might help some of the beef if uh, they get their way. But E-40 and Too Short? You probably don't know either of those names. Too short. File these in the file these in the Denise Richards category of you're too young. But E forty and too short. No they want rappers to stop quote Instagram flexing unquote. What is it? What is even con what's considered Instagram uh, flexing? Well, we have a we have a quote here from E forty that says, uh, mm, smebbin, mm, yeah, mm, uh, mm, stop flexing, smebbin, mm, smebbin." <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, E40. You don't know E40, but he talks so fucking weird. He makes up words and uh, he says the word smabbing a lot. And he talks like this and then like this. And then like this. He's, like a, he's like a rapping grimace from McDonald's. That's what he looks it like. Seems like a, yeah. And just. He's a weird character. Disregarding. But yeah, they're calling for an end, to, an end to Instagram flexing. I don't know if they mean actually flexing what you got, like showing off, oh, I got this and I got that, or uh, what uh, what former rapper Little Bow Wow, or now Bow Wow was caught doing recently, was just like renting a plane, a private jet, and then posting pictures from the private jet, and then getting off the private jet and getting on his regular plane <laughs> oh, yeah. and flying across the country. <laughs> so right. I, again... I could find out if I read the story, but I ain't got that kind of time or patience. So let's wrap this shit up. Uh, and if you ask me if I care enough, not enough to click into it and look in. I mean, that's what makes it Absolutely bold and only. Absolutely not. 
you know that's why that's why we call it that so uh that works out this is episode 217 of funny to informing i feel like we got to quite a bit well done sir yeah we did we touched on a lot touching I on was, candies i was pretty like pissy just like coming into the show and starting off and I was kind of partially too upset about like how you started it off was. by saying you were in a bad mood. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I hate everything. And like the last episode, I was like, my god, was I like that? Was like the the most tired I'd ever been on the last show. And I feel like this one was like, in terms of negative attitude, it was uh, you know just not great coming into it. But now, nah, I, I it I snapped right out of it. Probably it it didn't even take me more than a couple of minutes when we started the show, and I was like, okay. All right. Beautiful. I feel a little, I feel a Glad little bit I could bring now. the happiness out of you, sir. Mm, to an extent, I still bring the happy. Even <sighs> when I'm like, even when I'm sad, I can't cry. I still haven't gotten there yet. No, I know you're still broken. I know. I'm yep. waiting for it. I'm waiting. It's for fine. It. No, it'll it's come, gonna it'll come. come with time. It comes with age. Yep. Yeah. I cry at commercials happen. now, so don't worry. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that does it for us. This is episode two seventeen. We'll see you for two eighteen. I am John. That is Chris Pizza Pies and Rick Coleman. This is a show where we focus on the jokes first. No, wait, that's the intro. (laughs) (laughs) You fucked it up on one end or the other. (laughs) Knew it was coming. Oh, no. And yet I can't can't learn it, can I, John? John can't learn it. It's what can't happen. God, I was so close. Right there. Right right there at the fucking end. Right. Um, But... Uh, we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. I am John. That's Chris Pizza Pies and Rick Coleman. And Coleman? Tip your charcuterie curators. Happy Turkey Day, everybody. We love you. <laughs>